Welcome to the latest addition to the Compliance Podcast Network, the podcast 10 for 10, which brings you the week's top 10 compliance stories curated together in one podcast each week. Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, brings you the compliance professional stories you need to be aware of at the end of your busy week. Sit back and in 10 minutes, hear about the stories every compliance professional should be aware of. Every Saturday, 10 for 10 highlights the most important news, insights, and analysis for the compliance professional, all curated by the voice of compliance, Tom Fox. Get your weekly filling of compliance stories with 10 for 10, hosted by Tom Fox. 10 for 10 is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. First, a word from this month's sponsor, Ethico. In the intricate world of ethics and compliance, each second is precious, and slow case closures are more than just delays, they're missed opportunities. Enter Ethico. Our solution revolutionizes case management, cutting case closure times in half, and turning every challenge into a chance for improvement. Imagine a workspace where efficiency and compliance coexist harmoniously. Don't just dream of faster resolutions, make it your reality. Visit ethico.com slash CPN today to book a demo and dive into our exclusive white paper by Tom Fox, 2023, the year in compliance. Empower your team with the tools they deserve. The top 10 compliance stories for the week ending February 24, 2024. And we begin with the biggest story of the week, which is, of course, the death of Alexander Navalny. It was reported on literally every newspaper uh, and media site across the globe. I've chosen Bloomberg, but you can find the story literally anywhere. He was a tireless corruption fighter against the corruption of Russia or uh, endemic in the uh, Russia of Vladimir Putin. He was in the West, but returned to Russia knowing that he would be arrested and probably die in prison, and he did. Russia, of course, denies anything untoward happened, saying he died of instant death syndrome, i.e. he was killed. So uh, farewell, Alexei Navalny, uh, brave man, and uh, I hope your wife can continue your legacy. Next up, have you ever wondered about what the invidious nature of bribery and corruption is? Well, unfortunately, we have a prime example in the United States, and this story comes to us from the Ohio Capital Journal, and it's around the corruption tax that Ohio residents have had to pay because of the corruption of First Energy, the bribery and corruption of First Energy, uh, paying out uh, $61 million in bribes um, so that they could uh, keep a tax, uh, uh, protect uh, a taxpayer, a rate, rate payer issue. The uh, now First Energy wants to raise their rates, and guess what? Uh, the citizens of Ohio said, well, no, you're corrupt. You've already raised our rates through your corruption. Why should we give you more money? So what's the cost of corruption? Ohio's given us a prime example. Um, think child labor is an issue outside the United States, much like corruption? Well, the New York Times reports that a um, Tennessee-based company Fayette Janitorial employed at least 24 children between the ages of 13 and 17 uh, in illegal child labor uh, positions, cleaning out slaughterhouses. Gee, I wonder if it's because no adults would do this. Well, 
um, next time you have to think about child labor, you probably ought to look at your supply chain. Next up, from Nikkei, Asia, the Chinese anti-corruption campaign uh, continues unabated with the former chairman of the Bank of China being charged with accepting bribes and illegally granting loans, joining a growing list of financial veterans uh, who have fallen under Beijing's anti-corruption crackdown. The prosecutors have said he took huge amounts of bribes from individuals and businesses in exchange for promoting and financing favors during his tenure at both the Bank of China and XM Bank China, which is the Export-Import Bank of China. So um, the Chinese anti-corruption campaign continues. Next up, uh, more employers are seeking full-time return to work. They want command and control mindsets. They want mindless employees, not those who are willing to speak up and speak truth to power or even uh, report um, illegal acts. So uh, this return to work, an entire CEO change in mindset that we're going to tell you what to do and, you know, you're going to do it. It's coming back, so it's going to be interesting to see where this leads. Next up, a case is going to trial in an area called Shadow Insider Trading. This is a first-time trial with this novel legal concept that the Securities and Exchange has uh, posited. Although Congress has never defined what uh, insider trading is, now we have it um, with shadow insider trading. And shadow insider trading is not where you trade on uh, non-public information in your company. It's that you allegedly get non-public information and uh, on other companies and trade on that. Now, uh, query is something non-public, material non-public information or public information or just information you dug out. Uh, some people might call this good research. I don't know. So it's going to be interesting to see how this trial shakes out for the SEC. And finally, Stericycle. Yes, uh, the company that um, paid a uh, FCPA fine and penalty for illegal bribery in Mexico, Brazil, and Argentina is having one of their former senior execs facing a single charge of conspiracy in federal court in Miami. Uh, It looks like he'll be charged shortly. So individual prosecutions in the FCPA continue and the continued fallout of the Stericycle FCPA enforcement action continue as well. Next up in an article from the Financial Times, a very interesting story about corruption, uh, perhaps in a way you had not thought of previously. A former terminated executive from Morgan Stanley has claimed in Europe has claimed that Morgan Stanley gave fake titles to people in the EU to convince EU regulators that Morgan Stanley had complied with EU regulations about moving their headquarters out of the United Kingdom after Brexit. Um, corruption? Well, probably hadn't thought of it in quite that way, but uh, the allegation has been made. The banker told a Frankfurt court that he was instructed not to use the title that he had been given, and although he was titled the head of loan trading, it existed only on paper and was created solely to meet regulatory requirements of the EU. What should be a remedy for this? Well, that's that's going to be up uh, to the regulators, but corruption comes in many forms. Uh, in a somewhat positive note, 
from the Washington Post reported that Wells Fargo had finally has finally gotten out of and concluded their uh, 2016 consent decree. This was a massive consent decree, consent decree with massive obligations on Wells Fargo to literally build out a real compliance program, not the paper program that they had in place, uh, because that clearly didn't work and wasn't working. Uh, Wells Fargo faced billions of dollars in fines, uh, billions in loss of market share, and um, millions paid to upgrade their compliance program. Yet, Wells Fargo was able to do so and is now out of their consent decree. Perhaps the most uh, the largest penalty Wells Fargo paid was that they could not uh, grow. They had certain growth limits put on them, and that's an extraordinary remedy, which is uh, available in the banking world, but it's rare, we've rarely seen. So um, kudos to Wells Fargo. It's been a very long and public road for them. And our final story comes to us from The Guardian, which reports that the uh, NRA corruption case has gone to the jury and the uh, state of uh, Letitia James, attorney general of the state of New York, has put on a forceful case around the corruption at the NRA, literally at the highest levels. As I mentioned in our opening, the sponsor this month for the Compliance Podcast Network is Ethico. Struggling to close cases? Ethico is here for you. Take advantage of their innovative approach to empathetic issue intake streamline case management, and enterprise-wide disclosures. Learn more about how you can crowdsource risk management at scale at ethico.com backslash CPN. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of 10 for 10. I hope you'll check out the newest podcast in the Compliance Podcast Network, the Compliance Tip of the Day. In Compliance Tip of the Day, I give a five to eight minute summary of one tip that you can uh, integrate into your compliance program or put together for greater compliance program efficiency.